think that we have four classes <laughs> of phenomena, right? We have soma, which consists of quanta, which relates to the physical body. We have psyche, which consists of qualia, which has the egoic body, or just the ego. And this is where we have consciousness as well. And we have spirit, which consists of noumena, and involves the soul. Soul, which is the spiritual body, and finally, we have the infinite, which consists of divinity. <laughs> infinite body or deities basically so yeah this fourth one of the infinite is peculiar because the infinite is infinite in two key ways is that after you've traveled through all of consciousness up to absolute consciousness and you go into spirit and you travel through spirit from the proto-systemic which is negative infinity all the way to the ultimate systemic which is also, <laughs> which is positive infinity, which is negative infinity to positive infinity, right? What you basically have after the fourth or fifth initiation, the initiation that places you into the infinite, it's no longer possible to transcend. Growth is just deepening into the infinite. There's no going beyond the infinite. Because it's infinite in two ways, right? Because by infinite we mean immeasurable. That is, either it's so vast and continuously growing that there is no finite measuring instrument large enough to actually tell us the exact size it is. <laughs> right? 
There's no finite measure that will ever be large enough to actually measure an infinite quantity. Or on the other hand, it is immeasurable in the sense that it cannot be described in terms of any quality that we wish to measure it by. Think of it in terms of space, right? If we have, if we have, we use the old Buddhist metaphor of the many shores, right? The many shores or the mountain ranges, right? So you have the first shore and you cross the river and you go to the other shore. Gate, gate, paragate, parasangate, bodhiswaha. <laughs> right? So you go you go beyond to the other shore awakening so be it. But then at the other shore you find out there are many shores. And you go from shore to shore to shore to shore crossing larger and larger bodies of water and you keep going okay finally you reach the infinite now the infinite body of water you can be crossing it forever because it's that large you can just keep going and there'll just be more and more and more of it to cross <laughs> it's as if the very act of crossing it is making it larger this is in a sense what it feels like that there is a certain limit to the spiritual path and now you are in a, se- in a sense extending it extending it beyond what was possible (laughs) before yes so either we have an infinite ocean that you can basically keep going on but you'll never reach another shore it will just be ocean endlessly this is one case of it or consider an ocean without any spatial dimension at all. <laughs> Which is difficult to imagine, but you can sort of conceptually imagine this, right? It has absolutely no spatial dimension. There's no depth to it, there's no width to it, there's no length to it. Right? With no spatial dimension, you couldn't even begin to cross it. (laughs) It would be fundamentally uncrossable. Right? And it's in the same way that we have this transcendence. And the odd thing about the discreteness of the infinite, its uniqueness, that human beings are body, mind, soul, and deity, right? Body, mind, soul, and God. 
this body, mind, soul, and deity, this deity aspect, if it is infinite, and I have deity, and you have your deity, distinguishing two infinite things, <laughs> very, very difficult, because you'd never be able to find the boundary of either one in order to then say this is where one ends and this is where the other one begins. It would just be endlessly overlapped. So, you can say that there's one God. <laughs> But even to say there's one is to assume we can measure this, right? It cannot be numbered. <laughs> you cannot say for certainty either way whether there's one of it or there's many of it. Based on the fact that there's also one of everything else and there's many of everything else, you assume there's also some quality that is finite of it and some quality that is infinite of it that it can be distinguished but here's the thing about the infinite the infinite is peculiar in the sense that it breaks all the rules whatever physical law whatever law of nature of whatever kind of phenomena and whatever plane it breaks all of these breaks all the rules <laughs> and this is funny enough what distinguishes it from everything else the fact that it is indistinguishable that there's no means by which we can distinguish it by including time in Soma and then including all the planes and dimensions within spirit we kind of cheated with those <laughs> although we kind of cheated with those we then have more or less four to six four to six basic constituents or classes of phenomena that compose what everything is. And while with the planes, there's a very vast amount of planes. I've counted about 12 or so. So there are about 12 planes, each with their completely own phenomena. <laughs> right? With their own phenomena. And so these planes, if they're used and they're all infinitely 
vast with infinite variety of phenomena and potential, then you have this 12-part soul, basically, or this 12-part being. Every being has these 12 parts, each part related to each plane with the substance of that plane and a body for traveling and interacting on that plane. But the more simpler one is just the fourfold approach. We're just saying the fourth one is this divinity, this godhood of which everyone has some, <laughs> of which everyone is also composed. And this part is primordial, prototypic. It's the place from which we began. And it's ultimate in the sense that it's the place where we end up again. Sort of, if we have multiple bodies for all these planes, each body is, each time we become a being that we incarnate, we have bodies for each of these planes. And as each body dies from the physical body to the psychological body to the spiritual body and so on and on right taking the fourfold basically so the physical body has its own lifetime and then it passes away and then the psyche has its own lifetime and passes away and then and then on top of that the spirit has its own even longer lifetime than the psyche and then it passes away and returns into oneness with the infinite of which it's always one with of which it fundamentally is and then the cycle reverses more or less and descends again into spirit, incarnates as a spiritual being, incarnates as a psychological being, incarnates as a physical being, and this endless back and forth occurs. of the infinite basically that there is an actual end goal to the path of development to all development actually <laughs> there is an end goal to it there is in a sense highest level of complexity that can reach a maximum point of complexity and a maximum point of simplicity where if you were to say consider complexity to be dots on a page on a, on a blank page right black dots on a blank white page and 
complexity is the number of dots and simplicity is the number of lines connecting each dot then with increasing complexity with development you'd have more dots and because there are more dots there are more connections that can be made and so you'd have this continuous increase of dots and lines dots and lines making the page increasingly blacker <laughs> and increasingly blacker until there's absolutely no white space and it's a black page but then when it's a black page <laughs> and there's no space left what seems to happen is that white dots emerge and white lines emerge with them and then the whole process occurs again until it's a completely white page and then the black begins again <laughs> and they keep trading places indefinitely and so yes of the infinite is that there is a final stage but the final stage is final because it goes on indefinitely it's final because it can't be transcended it can't be transcended <laughs> so you keep changing you keep growing until you find that which grows without ever becoming anything else where the process of growth seems to extend the stage itself the sense that you are not going elsewhere but are just going deeper and deeper into what is that you can actually know your full potential know what you fully truly are you know ultimate reality definition or notion of everything that we have will always be something limited in one way or another that everything is always an actual something but on the other hand the additional 
instead of a more original nihilistic foundation that anything is anything anything in fact can be anything that through genetic modification the physical body can be anything let alone, let alone where we start using nanobots to rearrange our atomic structure piece by piece. <laughs> so that can be anything as well. The mind, the ego, our identity can be anything. Even our basic growth body that you have now is an altogether different set of cells than the body that you had when you were a child. <laughs> so you've died many times already. Many plus many times. And identity wise, who we've thought we were, what we've identified as ourselves has changed many many times over especially with psychological development with the development of consciousness with spiritual development it will change many times over so you realize it's not fixed at all so you realize that your identity can be anything that when you identify what you're doing is basically drawing a circle around something and then labeling it self and then because you call it self it somehow feels like you <laughs> just by the simple activity but if you erase the circle and you remove the label it goes back to just being whatever it was stops being yourself and you stop taking it personally as if it is yours as if you own it all this me making and my making is in fact a creative process that the me's and mine's that we create are things we continuously create and perpetuate. It's a habit that we call, say, this body ourself, or say, this particular identity ourself. Does it mean, <laughs> or this particular spirit ourself, or this particular God, or this particular planet, species, whatever it might be. So as well with the luminous, the spirit, our being, our souls, they can take any shape and form. We see this quite frequently in our dreams. On other planes, it's plainly obvious. And further still, the infinite. Deity, our Godhood, 
in its infinite nature. It can be anything. <laughs> it's the anythingest anything that there ever can be. <laughs> of it and still it wouldn't run out <laughs> it would be like having Thank you. 